Maybe oh, that's yeah. it. Uh, uh, that sounds pretty good, guys. Uh, so okay, that's uh, all right. Well, welcome to SWAT Radio. If uh, if you've been tuned in, wondering uh, where are where are the guys, uh, we're here. All Br- right, Brad Sykes here, along with my good buddy Doug McCary, well, coming uh, to you live today I'll, from yeah. the SWAT. I want to give a shout out again to my buddy Eddie Hunt Johnson in Meridian, Mississippi, and. Uh, Eddie, sorry, uh, we were a little slow getting on. We had, I guess, some issues here with the board, but uh, welcome to WMOX 1010 in Meridian. So now we have uh, WMOX and WMER in Meridian. And uh, Eddie Hunt, my buddy there, I was just with Eddie a, a week ago, and uh, as I was sharing, he um, he's struggling through some battles. Eddie's a fighter. Oh, he was a defensive back, was a hard hitter. And, uh, I understand he went to Rice. Is that I, right? Yes, that's right. He played football down at Rice and uh, go out. Yeah, man. yeah. And so uh, Eddie, we're praying for you. Hey, if you're listening out there in Virginia, Mississippi, Georgia, Florida, uh, to WMR again, we apologize for the problems we had technically getting on, but we're on now. Lift up my buddy Eddie to you. Just pray for him and his family and all of his uh, people there, Meridian, that uh, are around him right now. He's it's going through a tough time, so we want to lift him up and just uh, thank uh, thank the Lord for bringing us together. I was so good to see him when I was back there. And yeah, uh, you said you hadn't seen him in what forty years? Forty years, been Isn't a long amazing. time. Yeah. So how'd y'all connect? I mean, what, uh, my brother, my brother's okay. a postman there. He knows everybody. Yeah, your he's brother a, knows yeah, everybody. Yeah, he knows David? everybody. David. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, shout out to my mom and dad there. In I was going to say happy to birthday to your dad. Yeah, he uh, was eighty nine years old. Hey, you're not supposed to stay that on the air, are you? Your dad's probably like, hey, shut up. Eighty nine <laughs> years old, and so well, that's anyway. awesome. That is awesome. By the way, Eddie, I'm a, a native Houstonian, very familiar with rice, and uh, still remember. And Doug, you, you remember this? Uh, you remember the old Southwest Conference? I was I, I was explaining. Rice was in the Southwest Conference. Along with University of Houston, Eddie may call in just to correct me, but I think it was Rice, SMU, TCU, my alma mater, and then uh, and University of Houston, Arkansas was in that Southwest. Yeah. You think about it, so many of those have now switched over to the SEC. Yeah, you know you're they all you've are always SEC. been in the SEC. I have. I've been an SEC guy from the beginning. You know, uh, I grew up uh, in Meridian and uh, big Mississippi State fans there, and so. Uh, Anyway, well, let me invite also uh, if you're tuned in. Uh, this is Brad Sykes. Uh, I haven't been in the studio in a while. Of course, you haven't been in the studio either. I haven't been in there two months. We've been doing replays. Yeah, and d- so, been doing replays. In fact, We're, I got a call from one person. They said, "Hey, these are the wrong call letters." And so, uh, because it was an old program, no and kidding. they actually changed the call letters. Read that call letter list off. These are the stations we're on, and their call letters. And listen, if you're listening in one of these. And your friends want to know, just tell them, uh, memorize these call letters where you are, the, the station, so you can tell them. So. Well, so obviously WMOX, it's joining us today, 1010 AM there in Meridian, Mississippi, uh, WMER, 1390 AM and 93.1 
FM, WPMH twelve seventy AM and one hundred point one FM. And along that's, with, what, that, that's in Virginia, and that's in Virginia. Is that Virginia Beach? Or? Yeah, yeah, okay. Chesapeake uh, yeah. area. And then ninety six point nine up there. Also, you also have here locally in the Northeast Florida, Southeast Georgia, WTRJ ninety one point seven here in Jacksonville, ninety one point nine FM in St Augustine, and ninety one point three in Folkestone, Georgia. By the way. If you want to call us, it's a live broadcast today. We'd love to hear from you. You can call us at 1-844-777-7928. You can also go to SWATradio.com. Our good buddy James up north is the uh, basically our technical guy. He puts up the podcast usually at the end of our broadcast. Give him a couple hours maybe. Uh, not to put any pressure on James, he may have to edit this version because we missed the first <laughs> the first fifteen yeah. minutes. <laughs> first fifteen but, minutes. But so thankful for for James and and all that he does for our the 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 broadcast and the podcast. So, but again, if you want to join us live, call us eight four four seven 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 nine two eight. Doug, when you sent me the 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 theme, I guess uh, for our week, really for the next three or four weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm kind of excited about it. the gospel according to Jesus, and I believe that's coming from John MacArthur's book. Well, it it it, it, it that's where the title came from. But you know, if you look at the gospel, which is the word is is the word gospel is good news. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, it's it's the good news that one we can not only be in relationship with our creator, which a lot of people think that's the goal, right? To be in just relationship, but it's more than just a relationship because everybody has a relationship with our creator, either bad or good, right? Right, right. It's to be in the proper relationship that he intended from the beginning, which means it starts with him. Amen. And so the the theme this week about the gospel according to Jesus is, the supremacy of God in everything and salvation. I mean, everything we do is for his glory. And and the most glorifying thing is when his people are in the right relationship with him. Mm-hmm. And so um, the, years ago, Brad, there was a company in Florida that began making and, and selling a doll called Jesus the Doll. It, and it was... Um, they claimed that the doll would help young kids discover Jesus. That was their goal. Hmm. And for $30, now is what they charge for the doll, it, it, they, they promised that that doll would help even elderly and the infirm people, uh, those in recovery programs, those under duress, that they would feel better having a doll representing Jesus. That almost sounds like idolatry to me. Uh, but... They said the real Lord, the real Jesus, is too ethereal, and it's hard to hug air. This was what they said. They planned to follow up the Jesus doll with a God doll, which was a two-foot rag doll that could be hung in the air, and, um, and a white, long beard, long white hair that was machine washable. <laughs> Now, think about that, Brad, for a second. Hmm. Think about those two dolls 
And just the idea that that God is not big enough mm. to be present with us in a tangible way. I mean, like, he is invisible. Jesus was the visible representation of the invisible God, Hebrew says. And so if we look at what Jesus said about the Father, what, what Jesus said about how to know the Father, and how Jesus kind of framed the gospel, I think it would look very different than what people see today. Yes. And, and, and what they hear. Well, you, you go back to Romans 1, 20. Yes. That his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly seen or perceived ever since the creation of the world and the things that have been made so that they are without excuse. Uh, you know, isn't, isn't it amazing? I don't need a doll. I, I can look at, I can go outside of this building and immediately see God's hand. Well, and that's, and that's decreed in Romans one. Right. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So think about this, Brad, do we believe, and this question, if you're listening in the sound of my voice today, I want you to think about this question, make it personal. Do I believe I'm speaking? We plural, me and you, uh, and Brad, me and you, but do we believe that God has ordained everything in history? That's either a yes or no. That's not a well, maybe. You either believe he has or you believe he hasn't. And the question is, if you believe that he has, that's most likely coming from the Holy Spirit and the Word of God being imprinted in your heart. As, as you've read in Scripture, mm-hmm. it clearly talks about that. So we'll, mm-hmm. we're going to get into that mm-hmm. this week. If you don't believe that, if you say, no, God hasn't ordained everything in history, what are you basing that on? I mean, hey, Or maybe who, who's in charge? Who's in control? In other words, my, my thing, Doug, is that if, if he hasn't ordained everything, then that would lead me to believe that he's not in full control of what's going on well brad you have your bible open pop it go go over to ephesians 1 real quick Mm -hmm. this is what the apostle paul who had a face-to-face encounter with jesus on the road to damascus uh, this was a guy that killed christians Mm -hmm. this was a guy who said no we don't want your christianity we've got our religion listen it's not about religion folks it's not about religion. It's a, it is about a relationship, but it's got to be the proper relationship. But listen to what the Apostle Paul wrote. I'm assuming you're thinking Ephesians 1. Uh, Ephesians 1, 11, yes. Yeah. Uh, in him we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. So that we who were the first to hope in Christ might be to the praise of his glory. In another translation, it says this, In him we were predestined according to the plan of mm-hmm. him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will. So think about that. What's a plan? What does that mean? Yeah. This is what I want to have. You can say plan or purpose, I mean, right. but, but it's yeah. the same thing. So... So it, was there a plan from the beginning? Yep. All right, that's that's the question we got to look at. 
Second, it says in there he worked out everything. So everything, would that include your salvation? Mm -hmm. Would that include uh, even dealing with pain, sickness, and suffering? You know, I have to say this about my brother Eddie in Mississippi that I saw. When I went to him and I talked to him, he he was sitting there, and he's struggling, like I said, with this this really, really tough disease uh, that's terminal uh, for a lot of people. And the doctors told him it was going to be terminal a long time ago. But he, you know what he told me? He said, doctors don't know. He goes, only God knows. Mm-hmm. And that's true. Yeah. Remember, we saw that in Rachel's right. life. Yep. And yep. so everything means everything. But he also says in conformity with the purpose, what is purpose? That's his desire mm-hmm. of his will. And so God has ordained everything. And throughout time, Brad, I think from the early church up until, I don't know, a couple of hundred years ago, that wasn't even a real issue for most of the church people. I mean, there were little pockets of people, but really for for thousands of years, that was the bedrock that mm-hmm. God was sovereign. <clears throat> now, did man always live his life with the uh, faith in that sovereignty? No. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was sharing with you before the program today. In the Old Testament, look at all the stories of God's people. I, I just got of God the, choosing Israel. Uh, yeah, choosing Israel, choosing Jacob, choosing David, choosing whoever. Think about it. He didn't choose Eliab, but he chose he chose David. Mm-hmm. And so, um, if you think that the R.C. Sproul said that if there's just one maverick molecule, one one atom out there that's outside of the plan of God then we have no reason to hope in God. Right. He's no God. Uh, it could be the one thing that defeats his eternal purpose, and and it, it would make him not God. Right. And so... Um, well, who do you want to... Do you want to worship a God who's in full control, even of the things that we might not... Uh, that even might be evil? I think there's, there's a lot of... As you move down this 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 road, Doug, of God's sovereignty, questions kind of come to the surface, mm-hmm. whether it's predestination, whether it's election, whether it's, well, why does God cause evil things? Why does God allow evil things to happen? You know, listen, God is not only our Lord, he's Lord over the devil, He's Lord, yeah, over every, listen to uh, Psalm 103, 19. The Lord has established his throne in the heavens, and the Lord there is Yahweh. Yahweh, that's God the Father. And his kingdom rules over all. I think all means everything, doesn't it? It does. Last time I checked. Yeah, and so uh, when we come back, that's really the remainder of our focus. This whole week is what does that mean as far as salvation for us, hmm. as far as our eternal connection with God the Father? Well, uh, <clears throat> we we jumped right in the deep end, didn't we, Doug? That's pretty heavy stuff. If yeah. you're joining us uh, this afternoon, we are live. You're not listening to a recording. 
I don't know if someday you will be listening to this as a recording. So uh, we're glad you've joined us. Call us at 844-777-7928. You know, I'm thinking, Doug, this week we may get some phone calls because this is some pretty deep stuff. You can also email us at ask at SWATradio.com if you have a question. We're going to take a quick break. Hope you'll join us on the back side. to SWAT Radio, Brad Sykes, along with Doug McCary, coming to you live from the Salem Center in Jacksonville, Florida. Doug, it's uh, it's starting to come back. It's been a while since I've been I, in this studio, but I, it uh, feels like home sometimes. You well, know, well, it's it has it's been a while since I've been here too. But <laughs> hey, I, I want to again uh, just uh, give a shout out to the WMOX listeners in Meridian because uh, you know WMOX uh, the the guy who I know that used to run WMOX a lot when I was a kid. He was a coach of baseball uh, for Little League baseball. His name was Eddie Smith, and Big Eddie was awesome. And when I went into ministry, he invited me to come back there and come on the air. They did a talk radio program in the morning, and he allowed me to share my faith and share stories of Mm. faith. And his son, Bill, now runs the station, and Bill invited me to do this and has uh, made it possible for us to now broadcast through WMOX 10,000 watts broadcasting all over uh, East Central Mississippi and West Alabama. And I'm just so grateful for what they have done. And uh, it was a sovereign thing, too. And I'm very grateful for that. I got to do his dad's memorial service after his dad hmm. passed. And, uh, but old Eddie was a, a great guy, and Bill's doing a great job of keeping it going. And uh, I'm so glad that we added WMOX there. And Look forward to people. Hey, if you're listening on WMOX, you might want to drop Bill a, an email or uh, uh, drop him a line there of something on Facebook and let him know that uh, you, you appreciate this because we're 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 just kind of doing this to see how it goes there, and we're we're excited to be on air there and broadcasting to that audience because it was uh, it's a talk radio program there. Uh, and we're on, we've been on WMER for a couple of years now, and we're excited about that. That's where I grew up, and uh, Highland Baptist Church there is a church that helps support us in ministry, and uh, David Hopkins doing a great job there. In fact, I did a men's event there, and if you would like us to come back and do something there in Meridian sometime, uh, men's events, men's outreaches, we're, we're always open for that, uh, anywhere we can proclaim the gospel. And uh, we, we're talking this week about the gospel according to Jesus, not the gospel according to uh, culture, not the gospel according to <laughs> what what I call uh, uh, what what is it seeker friendly right. principles or uh, church growth principles today, <laughs> but the gospel according to Jesus. And we we're talking about God's sovereignty, which is such a misunderstood. 
thing today. I don't know if it's necessarily misunderstood, Brad, or if it's just not what, taught, properly. not taught properly. And people want to take what they believe rather than what the Bible teaches. But I want to, I want to ask you to weigh in on this as we think about this and talk about this a little bit, because, you know, people have plans and our plans may be good or bad. And, you know, we are individually responsible for the plans we make and how we execute them. But God has a plan and his plan always overrules all other plans if it goes against his sovereign will. And I, I, I shared this one time. I, it was a great illustration somebody shared with me. Let's pretend that we're in London, England, and we're on a ship going to New York City. Well, if we're on that ship, we're free to do a lot of things on that ship, but what we can't do is change the direction of the ship. The captain of the ship controls the direction, mm -hmm. but there's freedom within that context to do different things on the ship mm -hmm. that don't impact mm -hmm. whether the ship goes to New York or not. Right. Well, if, if, if that helps you, it helped me to think through because God is ultimately sovereign. And if he has a plan for your life that may include, for instance, you changing jobs and going to another city, mm -hmm. then he may all of a sudden create something that happens in your workplace or allow it to create conditions for you to go somewhere else. And if you're his child, you rest in that sovereignty and look to him. And throughout scripture, what you see is when people do that, that is glorifying to God when you rest in his sovereignty that way. Well, I think there is a tendency and I'm sure you've had these conversations over the years as it relates to the sovereignty of God, um, Doug, you're just a puppet. Are, are you saying we're just a puppet no. at, at the hands of God? <laughs> and I, I think, you know, I think of, uh, I think it's Proverbs sixteen nine says, "The heart of man plans his way, mm -hmm. but the Lord establishes his steps." Uh, you know, whether it's uh, uh, whether it's a, a cruise liner coming from London to New York, mm -hmm. uh, things are going to happen along that way that may take that ship off. Even, you know, the the it, the, the final destination is not going to change mm -hmm. how they get there. I, I You're talking about Meridian, Mississippi. You know, being a native Houstonian, I can't tell you the, the amount of drives I've made on I-10 from Jacksonville to Houston. But you know what? Every once in a while, Doug, my plan is to get to Houston. But every once in a while, there's an accident on I-10 that causes me to get off mm -hmm. the interstate. And I think oftentimes we, we, you and I, and those listening, we make plans every day mm -hmm. as to what what we're going to do. But ultimately, God can redirect that. Well, he and can. oftentimes does. And, and here's the thing: J.I. Packer, who wrote a great book called Evangelism and the Sovereignty of God, for all our listeners who may struggle with God choosing people, mm -hmm. you know, because people really have a problem with that. Although throughout history in the Bible. He chooses people. But listen to what he says. He says, God's control is absolute in the sense that men do only that which he's ordained they should do. Yet they are truly free agents in the sense that their decisions are their own and they are morally responsible for them. And while our motives may be impure, even our attempts to thwart God's eternal plan only serve 
to further them. Let me give you an example. In Acts 2, where Peter's preaching, even in Acts 4, you know, man carries out the murder of Jesus. Who ordained it? God did. Yeah, God did. And do you know there are people now, people now teaching on the Internet that God is the ultimate child abuser because of what he did to his son? But I heard a great illustration the other day. Jesus willingly gave up his life according to the plan of God. When, it, when, when you have a Navy SEAL or a Marine in combat, or army, it doesn't matter, but just anybody in the service. Audie Murphy was a guy who would have done this too. He was this kind of guy. If that SEAL or Navy uh, or Marine or Army guy goes into combat or Air Force guy, they go into combat and they're with their platoon. When they swear an oath, they, they swear being willing to give up their life, right? If somebody throws a grenade in the middle of their platoon, and that guy jumps on that grenade to save his friends. Is that is that child abuse there by the government? No. The government is doing what they do. That person willingly let, gave up their life, even though they were commissioned by the government to go give up their life. Mm. God had a plan to redeem sinful man. When Adam and Eve were cursed in the garden, who put the curse on them? Who put the curse on mankind? God did. People say, well, God would never kill anybody. God would never allow that to happen. Well, let me, what they usually say there, Doug, is my God. (laughs) Yeah. My God would never do that. The God I worship wouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. Well, Well, you know, even in Genesis 45, here's a great picture. I love this picture. And if you're out there, maybe you're struggling with some of this stuff. Maybe you're going through a difficult time. Maybe you're in a really bad way right now, physically, uh, emotionally, mentally, and you're really wrestling with God's sovereignty. Listen to this reminder from Genesis 45 and Genesis 50. There's a story of a guy named Joseph. God planned the attempted murder and the enslavement of Joseph. The betrayal of Joseph by Potiphar's wife who who lied about him and put him in prison unjustly. You're talking about unjust. Joseph did everything right, and God planned all that. Why? Because he could lift him up and save his people in the midst of a famine. It never would have happened right. any other way. That That's the way God ordained it to happen. And, and so Joseph said, God intended it for good, what you intended for evil. God was sovereign over that. But even in Job, you look at Job, all that suffering, right? And Job didn't understand it, but he knew that God was good and that God was the creator and that God was sovereign. And well, it was Job who said, no purpose of yours can be thwarted. That's right. That's right. Um, you know, um, August Augustine said, nothing happens unless the omnipotent wills it to happen. He either permits it to happen or he brings it about himself. And, and that, that is so comforting to me. Well, I, you, you, you mentioned, uh, uh, Joseph, obviously Genesis 50, uh, which is what you were, I think it's verse 20. As for you, you meant evil against me. 
but God meant it for good to bring a, to bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. Doug, I think we oftentimes live in these silos of our own life experience and cannot imagine why God is allowing this to happen, yeah. as opposed to taking great comfort in Romans eight twenty eight and Romans eight twenty nine that God is sovereign. He is allowing things to happen in your life and in my life and in the lives of those who are listening to accomplish his purposes. Yeah. We have to remember that his purposes are that we would be transformed into the image of Christ. I don't know about you, but I know for me, many of the instances and circumstances of my life have not been pleasing. They haven't been great experiences. In other words, whether it was pain or heartbreak or whatever it might be, God uses those to transform me into the image of Christ. And to walk with him in dependence. Total dependence. And, you know, you you mentioned puppets earlier. Puppets don't have desires or a will. Yeah. Puppets don't make choices. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah. It's deep stuff. Glad you joined us today. We're going to take one more break, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. If you want to call in, we are live today, 1-844-777-7928. If you have a question or a comment, you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts and truck rental and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. There is good news for the captive, good news for the shame. There is good news for the world who walked away. There is good news for the doubter, the one religion failed for the good Lord. Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Brad Sykes along with my good buddy Doug McCary. There is good news. Yes. Doesn't matter who you are, there is good news. Well, in the gospel. well, you know, Brad, I, 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 I sent you some verses mm-hmm. um, up from the Bible about uh, this whole issue. And I, I just want to take a, a moment to encourage people to, to really have an open mind this week about what the Bible says. I want you to read a couple of those passages. I want you to start with a passage in Matthew 
And if you look over in Matthew, um, uh, I think uh, right around chapter 11, verse 25, mm-hmm. I want you to read that. We taught, we said this is the gospel according to Jesus, right? So let's listen to Jesus' words about this relationship with the Father called Yahweh. Yahweh is his name. He is the God of the creation. And this is what Jesus said, recorded by his servant Matthew. Read eleven twenty-five through 27. Yeah. <clears throat> At that time, Jesus declared, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. So this is Jesus talking, and he's saying, listen, no one knows the Father unless I choose to reveal him to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, have you heard very many messages preached on that? <laughs> no. No. I mean, that. think about that. So uh, here's the problem with a lot of our uh, gospel presentations in America, specifically, but even in the world. But uh, they're very man-centered. For instance, the view of God, and that's what we're going to talk about this week, their view of God the point of contact with non-Christians is uh, is is God loves you. Therefore, God's authority is secondary. Think about it. God loves you. He wants you to love him. They don't talk anything about accountability to God who created the heavens and the earth because we don't want to be legalistic, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the love of God is is God's chief attribute. Listen to how many gospel... Just go online, YouTube, Google, put gospel presentation, and watch how many... that that God is impotent before the sinner's will in that view. Um, uh, The persons of the Trinity have different goals, and God is just a friend who's going to help you. Now contrast that with the God-centered approach where the point of contact with non-Christians is creation. Look in the Bible. Look at how many times that God is mentioned as the creator. He made you. Therefore, he has authority over you. Think about that for a moment. Mm-hmm. He made you. Holiness and love are equally important attributes, not just love. It's both of them, right? God is able to empower your will to obey him. It's not that you do it. He Even our faith is a gift from him. Wait, are you saying he forces me? No, he doesn't <laughs> force you. It's a, it's a, it is a mystery. He awakens you. He does awaken you, but he's a king who saves us. Yeah. And, and there's something beautiful about that. Read that second passage I gave you in John 10. If you look over at John 10, I mean, a lot of people may be familiar with this. I'm going to have you read one more this last segment. And listen, if you're listening and you want to call in, like Brad said, 1-844-777-7928. If you don't want to go on air, you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. We love interacting and trying to help understand as we walk through this, too, because what Brad and I are kind of sharing with you is what we see in the Scriptures as we work through them. 
And so, uh, John ten fourteen through 16, Brad. Yeah, I am the good shepherd. I know my own, and my own know me. Just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep, and I have other sheep that are not of this fold, I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock, one shepherd. My sheep know my voice. Mm -hmm. How do we know his voice? Well, I mean, think about that. How does a child know the voice of their parent? Because they're their parent. You see, and, and for a lot of people, this is where it gets tricky for them. They don't like this idea that God has his children in the world that are his, and there are people that aren't his. And you go, well, why does he choose this person over here and not another person over here? I can't answer that. Yeah. That's one of those why questions, right? Mm-hmm. Well, all we know is if if you really struggle with that, I would like to point you to Romans chapter 9 because that's a struggle that's going on for thousands of years, and that's why Paul wrote Romans 9. But, Brad, this passage, this next one in Ephesians 1 real quick, Ephesians 1 really lays out, this is Paul laying out really God's purpose for us, and I'm going to give you a synopsis, and then we're going to come back to it. We were created by God for an intimate, dependent relationship and partnership with him where we honor and glorify him by putting him on display to a hurting world. That's really why he chose us and brought us to himself to then deploy us and use us as his light in a dark world. And so Ephesians 1 really lays out, Ephesians 1, 3 through 14. Brad, read that and listen. Ephesians 1, 3 through 14. Yeah, and listen. As Brad's reading, listen to words like chosen, Mm -hmm. adopted, predestined. Listen to what Paul's saying. This is God's holy word. Yeah, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love, he predestined us for adoption as sons through Jesus Christ according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace, with which he has blessed us in the beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mystery of his will, according to his purpose which he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. You want me to keep going? Yeah. Verse verse 11. Yeah. Yeah. All the way through 14. Yeah. Verse 11. In him, we have obtained an inheritance having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will so that we who were the first to hope in Christ might be to the praise of his glory. In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee 
of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. You know, Brad, the the biggest idol in our culture today is the idol of really self-determination, the the idol that we are king of our own Mm -hmm. life, personal choice, and our desire to, to be the captain of our own ship. And I, I think because of the freedoms that we have so espoused in these in our country, that that it's it's very hard to teach God's sovereignty to people in this because they don't like the idea of even thinking that God chose them before they had a choice. And if you remember. When Jesus was talking to Nicodemus in John chapter 3, he said, unless you're born again, Nicodemus goes, wait, do I have to go back in the womb? He goes, no. And he said, the wind goes where it is. You can't see it. You don't determine when it, what it does anything. Think about it. How much, how much choice, Brad, did you have in being born a Sykes in the Sykes family? Yeah, none. And you have no problem with that. No. Mm-mm. And yet when God says, you know what, Brad is my child. He doesn't know it yet. He hasn't bowed his knee to me yet, but one day he will, and I'm going to keep bringing people into his life. And he may be like a thief on the cross that waits to the last moment of his life, but he's ultimately going to bow his knee because he's mine. Or he may be like, you know, uh, somebody who does it very early in life, and they live a very fulfilling life as a servant of the Most High God. So whether you're the thief on the cross or, or the preacher or, or the servant who lives his whole life as a businessman out in the world who lives as a servant of the Most High God, he chooses us, and we, we do have a choice to when we yield because we're not puppets. We have a choice. We have a desire. And those two things work together in a way that's so far beyond our mind's ability to understand that people just write it off and say, you know, I, I can't understand it, so I don't believe it. But don't miss this. The purpose that God has for us, his children, if you're listening to this today, and maybe you've never bowed your heart to him, he wants you to. He wants you to bow your knee to him. He wants you to confess that Jesus is Lord, which means Jesus is king. He is Savior. He's not just somebody gives you a heavenly fire insurance policy. He redeems you, and you're born again to serve him. Now, what that looks like, you may be a realtor like Brad, who every day, that's what you do. You may be a person who serves in the military like I did for a while. You may be a preacher. You may run a radio station. Whatever it is, you do it for God as his servant. That's what he wants us to get. Well, I know we're going to go off the air here in just a second. I just made a quick note uh, because you said that God wants us in relationship with him, an intimate, dependent partnership relationship. And I think we you're right. We put God on display as we're obedient. We put God on display as we make him not just Savior, but Lord. Yeah, yeah. We don't make him. We right. we submit to we him. We submit to him. him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, we're, but we'll talk about that tomorrow, and mm-hmm. I hope you're going to be back with us, right? Uh, I'll be here for sure. Right. I hope you'll be with me. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> Good to be back, Doug, and uh, welcome back to SWAT Radio. If you have any questions, send those to ask at SWATradio.com, and join us tomorrow. We'll be back. SWAT Radio. 
If you missed a SWAT radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety, then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT Radio is strengthening 